Welcome to Chronosphere Fiction. This is your host and Chronosphere pilot, Daniel French. On this journey through the spectral streams, we take you back to Generation Z and continue the season finale with The Summit Part 2. We've got to enter this scene full throttle, so let's not dilly-dally and get into it. Hold on tight, everybody. Living Zone 1, a city street not far from Consular Air Base A. Everyone, everybody, hey! Listen up, your luggage has already been taken off the plane. It'll be waiting for you in your rooms. You'll find, if you haven't already, that your cell phones have no reception. What's the password for the Wi-Fi? There is none. No password? No Wi-Fi. Don't worry. We plan on keeping you entertained. Now, if you'll follow me, we can get to the hotel and get on with it. Keep up and don't separate from the group. Boy, this guy's a dick. Maybe he's just stressed or constipated or something. I don't know. Living sure have a lot of issues. Oh, be nice, Kev. We're guests in their country. We want to make a good impression. Apparently they don't. Well, maybe it's just the way they behave. Like the French. If you look to your left, you'll see the corner of Fifth and Buford. If you look to your right, you'll see the corner of Buford and Fifth. Ugh, jeez, it smells. Come on, Kev. You know they still need sewers and things. I didn't know their sewers were above ground. Is it always this foggy? Yeah. But that's not fog. We're downwind of the industrial district. But your type don't have to breathe, so there's no issue. This place is filthy. Why wouldn't the living take better care of their city? You'd think they'd be a bit more conscious about their quality of... uh, life? And here you'll see some of the lovely street art that adorns random walls throughout Living Zone 1. Is that... President Knox? Um, yes. His head, at least, on a stick. Our citizens just love creating patriotic murals celebrating the consul and the lifeguard. Civic duty is important to the living. Dad, this is weird. Here, you'll see some early scenes from the history of the United Living Zones. The founding of the consulate. The glorious siege of DZ-1. The immolation of the traitor, President Rhodes. <gasps> the living kidnapped President Rhodes and murdered him. Just try and remember, Kev, they've got their own perspective. Their own view of events. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> so when do we meet the guy who knows about Nick? This way, everybody. Let's pick up the pace. Shh. Mr. Danton said he'd make himself known to us in time. Great, so he knows us, but we don't know him. Be patient, Kev. It'll all be worth it. Let's just 
try to enjoy ourselves. That'll be easy. This place is better than Disneyland. So, uh, where are the living people? The public was notified in advance about all of you. Guess they're afraid you might be carrying something. Plus, you may remember that the living have to work for a living. Well, this is just about exactly what I expected from them. Maybe... Maybe other parts of the zone are nicer? Maybe other citizens of the zone, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, look! There's one! Holy shit! Zombies! Now that's a warm welcome. Don't take it personally. You might be seeing a lot of that. In auspicious beginnings, for sure. You'll notice that our people are very proud and protective of their lifestyle. I'd strongly recommend that you don't address them unless they talk to you first. This is outrageous! That's full of shit! Oh, quit complaining. It's for your own good. There's another one. Zombies? Here? Deadites? Go home, you bastard walkers! <gasps> Maybe some things never change. You may not want to respond to this gentleman, though. Isn't it bad enough you're stinking up the rest of our country? You have to ruin the ULZ too? Zombie trash! Come on, keep moving. Let's just keep moving. That's right, get out of here, zombie scum! Look, there they are! The walkers! Here come a bunch of them. This doesn't look good. Oh boy! Why don't we stop for a sec, folks? Zombie scum, go home! Go jump on a pyre, zombie scum! Dad? Stay calm, Kevin. Get out of here! Go! Go! No one go! wants you! you piece zombie of scum! Zombie scum! Zombie scum! Kill you! Fuck you! Let's burn him! Burn the zombie scum! Come on! Let's get him! Are we in danger? Zombie scum! Go home! Zombie scum! Go home! Zombie scum! Go home! Zombie scum! Go home! Zombie scum, go home! Zombie scum, go home! Zombie scum, Okay, this is getting a bit hairy. I think we're gonna have to take a little detour. Everybody, down here. Come on, quick. Unless you want to get barbecued. Dad? I don't see what choice we have. Come on, go, go. Wait up at the bottom. I can barely see anything. Where are we? The sewer? Subways? There are tunnels running below most of Living Zone 1. They were used to shelter civilians from the zombie air raids during interzonal wars. Wasn't planning on bringing you folks here until tomorrow. We should be able to move around safely down here. Where, Where are we going? going? To your hotel, as planned. How can the tour continue if we're not even safe on the streets? Nothing to be concerned about. We'll just need a security detail. We're totally committed to your convenience. That's reassuring. Follow me, everybody. Watch your footing and stay close. Dad, this is getting too weird. We're gonna be alright. They won't let anything happen to us. They may not be able to stop it. That was a close call. Yeah, let's hope it was a fluke. I told you, the living don't want us here. Yes, I know. Can, can we talk about it when we get to the hotel? We should be entering a lighted room pretty soon. Fine, I just hope we make it there. Alright, now... Where's the damn light switch? Let's see. 
Ah, here it is. Lifeguard, don't move! <gasps> Shut up! Put your hands on your head and make four orderly lines right now. Dad, what's going on? I don't know. Shh. Come on, hurry up and keep quiet. What the hell, Lars? We weren't expecting them until tomorrow. I know, I know. There was a complication. What do you mean, a complication? Our own beloved citizenry was about to give them a piece of their mind. Their parts would be dangling from every light pole in two square miles if I didn't bring them down here. You should have called it in. You're lucky we saw you on the monitor. Quit griping. This just means we're ahead of schedule. This line, come with me! Well, if the consul isn't happy, it's you who's going to answer for it. Consul? And if he is, I'll take the credit. Now shut the fuck up and do your job. This line, follow me. Let's go. Where are you taking us? Where are we going? Keep moving. Keep moving. This line, follow me. Hold on a second. What is it? Hmm. Is your name Hobbs? Y yes And that must make you Kevin. Bite me. These two have a private suite. What for? I don't fucking know. I'm just following orders. They gave me their picture. They're all yours. Come on, you two. Hey, get your hands off me. If you resist, things get ugly. Kevin, stop it. Let's just go. Whatever. You try that again and you're headed straight for the incinerator, kid. What do you want with us? Didn't I make it abundantly clear that I don't know? Now shut the hell up and just be glad you're not going where the rest of them are. What's gonna happen to them? You're on thin ice, kid. Don't fucking push it. This line, follow me. You know, you corpses make such better prisoners than the living. You don't eat, don't shit. If only you didn't talk, maybe you wouldn't be so bad. Why are you doing this? Oh, no need to thank me. It's my pleasure. This is, uh, this is bad. Oh, you think? Now, hey, I had no way of knowing that this would happen. We were both worried about Nick, and- Well, now I'm pretty worried about us. So am I, Kevin. And, and what was that he said about the console? It's just, I just can't- Excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt, but I thought you two might want to know that you've got a neighbor in earshot before you proceed any further with your personal discussion. And, uh, who are you, sir? My name is Dr. Derek Schneider. Pleased to meet you. Living Zone One, the ballroom of the consular capital, that evening.
Oh, have you tried the That's great idea. I like what you're doing there. The Chianti is fantastic. Oh, That's good. That's good. Did you read the bill? Mm. The centerpieces. Fantastic. So it's true you retain conscious control of digits and limbs and things when they're severed from your body? That's right. Incredible. Just incredible. <laughs> well, it, it isn't that impressive. Just, uh... Incidental. That would make it a bit difficult to uh, hang, draw, and quarter a zombie now, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. Decapitating one, too. As you may recall, the living tend to experience sensations in amputated limbs themselves. I wonder if there's some kind of connection. Perhaps so. I imagine that cooperation between our countries will rapidly accelerate medical and scientific research on both our parts provided we pool our findings and resources. Undoubtedly. Just think about the wonders, the, the miracles we could achieve once the living and the dead are working in tandem. I assure you, I think about little else. You haven't touched your dinner, Nathaniel. I hope all that discussion of dismembered bodies didn't ruin your appetite. Oh, no, not at all. I'm just not hungry. It's the anticipation of our broadcast. Ah, camera shy, huh? Which ought to be beginning fairly soon. Speaking of which, Calhoun, uh, could you check with the press corps? Yes, sir. They're probably readying the cameras. Sure, I understand that there's no rush. And there's no need to be nervous, Nathaniel. It's just a little after-dinner speech, after all. One which, nonetheless, will set the tone of the summit. No teleprompters, I see. Those always help with the butterflies in the stomach. I find it's like a sort of safety net. I prefer to speak from the heart. Why? Suit yourself. Statecraft, I find, is 50% sincerity and 40% performance art. And the other 10%? Sheer ruthlessness. <laughs> <laughs> in the ULZ, at least, the living can be rather, um... Slippery at times. Ah, you're not that bad. Oh, we'll see if you're still of that opinion when we conclude negotiations. Well, you've been fair with us thus far, certainly as compared to previous consular administrations. Oh, yes. Isolationism has never served the living. We all felt the time had come to reach out and give the undead one great big embrace. They're ready. They'll go live at your signal, sir. Splendid! Well, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, let us make history. Thank you, everyone. First, I'd like to propose a toast. To life! To, to life! life! As our old proverb goes, if life isn't worth living, then what on earth is? <laughs> <laughs> to our consul, hail! To, to our, our consul, hail! Oh, you're too kind. Long live the ULZ! Long live the ULZ! Long live the ULZ indeed. Now, I'd like to start by thanking President Knox and representatives of his government for their unprecedented journey here. In the past... The dead have been content communicating their desires remotely. But now, they boldly come to our own doorstep with a list of demands. God willing, 
we can preserve the peace and do right by our people. But going forward, I hope the delegation of the dead keeps in mind that our patience for deception is at an end and our anger at their hypocrisy and injustice has reached its zenith. Goldman, what the hell's going on? I, 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 don't, I don't know, sir. And what is it they ask of us now? Now, they expect us to open our borders so that zombies can freely tour our lands. Their own is no longer enough. <laughs> now, they want protective tariffs and embargoes on zombie goods lifted in order to further cripple our industries and our tradespeople. Now, they want intimate knowledge of our defense spending and activities to effectively integrate the lifeguard with the armed forces of the UDZ. They want to storm us These are bold demands from a country that makes only cheap pretenses of being our friend and ally, are they not? from a country that orders secret armament and mobilization in glaring contrast to their overtures of peace and brotherhood, a country that pretends to respect the rights of the living and which espouses a foreign policy geared towards their protection, while also funding and arming insurgencies and rogue states across the globe that engage in the wholesale massacre and oppression of the living abroad. Oh. Remember Minsk! And yet, we still talk to them. We engage. We invite them to our very dinner table in hopes of securing a better future for all. Let us hope our undeserved hospitality and respect can purchase us at least the honesty, the trust that serious negotiation requires. Then, and only then, we might come to terms that benefit the living as well as the dead. But if we should sense that we are not being dealt with in good faith, there will be no further negotiation and there will be serious consequences. Thank you all. The Consul has spoken. A press conference with the Consul will momentarily be held in the Chamber of the Consulate. I'm at a loss for words, Mr. Ambassador. What has he done? Why in God's name would he do it? We're gonna look as goddamn foolish in the UDZ as we do here. I don't understand. It's a total reversal of every, every signal, every indication. I know. I can hardly believe what's taking place. It's a disaster. An unmitigated disaster. How are we going to move forward? I don't know exactly, but I do know this. Negotiating a deal isn't gonna be quite as simple and speedy as we planned for. Outside the ballroom. Did you see Knox's face? 
I think the bastard looked even more pale than he usually does. Congratulations, everyone. We couldn't have hoped for a finer opening act to our little tragicomedy. Sir, I just had a few words with the Minister of Communication. Um, he's waiting on the precise numbers, but, well, it's safe to say that most of the ULZ was watching or listening to the first broadcast. Your speech will be played on repeat on all state-operated channels for the rest of the evening. I just thought I'd let you know. Good. While the UDZ and its leaders are scrambling to make sense of it all, the whole of the ULZ will be synchronized, prepared. United Nation is a strong one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm afraid that that's not all that I have to report, sir. What? What's the matter? Uh, a slight uh, hiccup this afternoon with, with Lars. Uh... I told you that you shouldn't trust him with the civilians. Yes, thank you, Calhoun. Please, doctor, continue. Okay, so I haven't spoken to him personally, or any of Buckingham's guards, but apparently the people of LZ1 nearly rioted at the sight of zombies in their city. So Lars was forced to deliver them to, to Buckingham prematurely. Ha! Lord, render me worthy of those noble people I lead. It warms my heart to hear they're already so game. Anything else? Oh, yes, only that the zombies of interest have been separately detained. As per your orders, sir. Excellent. That's all that matters. Everything will continue as planned. Calhoun. Yes, sir. I want to know the status of shipments of munitions containing Schneider's gas and the total number of lifeguard units that have confirmed the reception of their orders. Yes, sir. I'll have the briefing ready for you as soon as the press conference is over. Lovely. The way things are shaping up. <laughs> I dare say this may all be too easy. Living Zone 4, the clearing in which Samantha's old cabin is situated. Ramsey, search the place. Right away, sir. Captain. Yes, Corporal. This is where I used to live with my family. Your sister included? Yes, sir. It was myself, my sister, and our mother. When the conscription act was passed, she and I went to live at base camp. What became of your mother? Sir, she was very sick even before that. I... I don't think she's with us any longer. Too bad. At least she was spared from witnessing her daughter's treason. Empty, Captain. Empty? No bodies? No, sir. Just some meager supplies. Clothes, firewood, gasoline, water. All right, boys. Fetch what's useful and make it snappy. We've got lots to do before the day is done. Seems you were right, Corporal. She's no longer with us. I don't know where she might have gone, sir. Perhaps a wild animal could have carried her off after she passed? Hmm. No, there didn't seem to be any signs of disturbance. A few drops of blood in one of the bedrooms, but it doesn't seem like her corpse was eaten or, or dragged off. Hmm. She might have left the cabin while she could, to die out of nature. Possibly. Though none of my patrols have reported finding any bodies. How far could she have gone? Captain, if I may, is it possible that she fled with Samantha? 
And she wasn't alone when she crossed the interzonal divide, so... She was dying of consumption. She wouldn't have been capable of any real physical exertion. And why would she do that anyway? What did she look like, Corporal? Um, tall, pale, skinny. Wearing a white nightgown? I mean, the last time I saw her... Yeah, I think. She matches the description of one of the presumed zombies that fled the ULZ with the traitor. Can you be sure that it wasn't one of the escaped prisoners that's yet to be accounted for? No, sir. However... However? The guardsmen that pursued them to the border were under the impression that all three of them were zombies. They fired on them repeatedly, and their bullets seemed to have no effect whatsoever. Either they were piss-poor marksmen, or... Or they were zombies. All of them? Samantha, as we know, has betrayed the living and defected to the dead. Is it so much of a leap to think that she would join them in body as well as spirit? Well, it would definitely lend her certain physical advantages. She could have infected herself as a precaution against us. And you think she zombified our mother too? That would explain the dissipation of the symptoms of her disease. When we find Samantha and those who accompanied her, we can get to the bottom of this. For the time being, we have bigger fish to fry. Corporal, you were sure to transmit my dispatches to the lifeguard commanders in neighboring districts? Absolutely, sir. Good. I've always been on good terms with Colonel Pierce and Major Kurtz. They're men of action. They'll answer the call. Sergeant Burton is an asswipe. We can't count on him. <laughs> when do you expect reinforcements to arrive, sir? Hopefully before or by the time our first assault is finished. Then, with their troops and arms bolstering our own, we can push westward until the ULZ can come to our aid with some proper reinforcement. The big guns. Do you expect Porterville to give us much trouble, sir? Doubtful. They'll be caught completely unawares by us and our collaborators. Assuming our scout makes contact with them in good time. She left early this morning, correct, sir? She did. Let's hope we can trust her. Assuredly, Lieutenant. She requested we pass a message on to you, in fact. Yes, sir? Drop dead. Oh. Ordinarily, that would be considered categorical insubordination. But we felt that her highly unenviable condition warranted some leniency. Um, yes, Captain. Absolutely. All right, boys. Let's give her a new coat. Captain? We wouldn't want any escaped prisoners or deserters taking shelter here, now would we? No, sir. Tell me, Corporal, were you born here? Yes, sir, I was. Well then, it's only right that you should have the honors. There you go, Corporal. Go on, bid farewell to the past. What are you waiting for? The lifeguard is the only family you have left. Well done, George. Thank you, sir. All right. 
Move out. Onward into the future and into the annals of history. And that concludes part two of our Generation Z season finale, The Summit. And here is your list of talented cast members. President Knox is played by Van Riker, Mayor Schumacher, and a couple of zombies and angry crowd people are played by one of our new cast members, Harrison Derbyshire. Welcome aboard, Harrison. Ambassador Gorman is voice acted by another new cast member, Mr. Lucas James Nelson. Welcome aboard, Lucas. Vice Council Calhoun and a couple other zombies and angry crowd members are played by another new cast member, Caitlin Curtis. Welcome aboard, Caitlin. Consul Nathaniel is Blake Benlin. Dr. Megan and Lieutenant Ramsey are played by Sarah Golding. Dr. Schneider is Rod Diaz. Kevin is Will Geary. Mr. Hobbs is played by Warren Clark. George is J. Dean Garcia. Larson Smith and Sheriff Dietz are played by Daniel French. Generation Z is written by Blake Benlin and produced by Daniel French at Fishbonius Sound Design. At this moment, I'm not sure if the conclusion to the Generation Z Season 1 finale is one or two episodes, so stay tuned. In the meantime, tell your friends about Chronosphere Fiction and spread the word. If you want to help us continue to be prolific, please go to patreon.com slash chronosphere and become a patron or contribute on our Podbean site. We'll also be revisiting the Daniel Dredd and Gafgarn the Eternally Unfurnished Bubble Verses very soon. Until then, keep your cosmos clean. <laughs> <laughs>